Are you ready to live the all-in life? Then welcome to the All-In Podcast Show, sharing the defining moments of impact-driven entrepreneurs, industry pioneers, and transformative leaders as they showcase their defining moments and went all-in on their business and found true success. From the early steps in their journey to the moment they truly took their commitment to their life and business to another level, we'll give you the insight you need to go all-in on your dream life. Now here's your host, Daniel Giordano. Welcome to the All In Podcast show today. I have a special guest, Jessica Yarbrough. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you and hear you uh, look at uh, you know uh, your journey, which I think a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners you know uh, experience different things. But I'm always uh, fascinated by people's stories. So tell me a little bit about your your upbringing. And I know pre you know pre show we were talking about you know you living in different parts of the world. So can't wait to dive into that as well. What led you there? Well, my upbringing was I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina, was raised by awesome parents, including a mom who was a total badass in terms of really accelerating in a male dominated industry. So um, that was very empowering. You know, I started managing companies at a really young age. I built a startup here in San Diego and uh, was very quickly accelerating in my career path. But then I hit a breaking point because for me, there was so much I hadn't done. I feel like that I wanted to travel. I wanted to see the world. I wanted to dive deeper into a lot of personal development kind of journey aspects of who I was. And so I I went on a vacation to Thailand and I had a spiritual awakening You can call this your aha moment. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and from that moment, I decided to walk away from the company I had built and buy buy a one-way ticket. And I um, spent the next four years living, traveling the world, living in amazing places, having all kinds of incredible experiences, diving deep into yoga, becoming a yoga teacher, thinking, you know, I'm kind of done with the business world. And I came full circle back when I got pregnant with my daughter and I knew I wasn't going to live the gypsy lifestyle, you know, if you will, that wasn't what I wanted for us. And so I started building my consulting business from you know, from nothing, like starting over at ground zero while raising a child on my own. And today I have a thriving seven figure consulting business. I work with clients all over the world, including former CEOs, CFOs, COOs of big companies. And I help them really sell and scale ultra high end coaching and consulting businesses. Love it. So, so, uh, I know there's a lot of little parts in there. We can take it <laughs> for different ways, right? So, um, so what was it? I mean, yeah, so you had the, you know, uh, the daughter on the way. So you started making decisions about what you wanted. Right. But, um, yes. but what led you into, you know, what you do today now? Right. You know, as far as like, what, what was the first step there? Well, you know, I, my background was in, you know, managing businesses and really strong in marketing. My mom always said I could make something out of nothing, like, right. Mm-hmm. Create gold, create magic. And I always had that ability to go into any company that I worked at and improve it quickly. And, find where they're losing money, find other ways for them to make money. So I started consulting because that was natural for me to do. Well, meanwhile, I had all these friends who said, wait a minute, who's Jessica, the businesswoman? We we've just been watching you travel the world and teach yoga. And now you're making all this money and will you teach us? Um, and you know, many of my, uh, my friends and all of that, it's not like they could afford to have me do all their done for you marketing. So I started teaching and, you know, in my heart, I am a teacher. I mean, I was a yoga teacher. I, I, I cannot help, but mentor people even on a daily basis, whether that is just someone I meet on the street to anyone, 
anyone to help them step up and on their worth and be creative about their financial, um, financial strategies in the world. So I leaned into that role as a teacher and it really was much more fulfilling than being behind a computer doing the back end building of campaigns because I got to have a direct impact on the person. And that, that old adage is true, you know, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach a man to fish and feed him for a lifetime. So I gave up completely, which was another, um, it was a, a, like a leap of faith to, to completely cut off and walk away from the done for you aspect. And I went all in on teaching and inspiring others and really codifying exactly what, what it looks like to drill down step-by-step step so strategically on how to do this successful. And I've been able to do that over and over and over again for my clients who quite frankly, you know, 90% of the people who come to me, they're, they're not marketers. They, they might have been a CFO, but they don't know how to, you know, really expert position themselves um, and to, to really grow a company that from, from an entrepreneurial standpoint on the marketing and sales side. So. Great. That's good. So, uh, so, uh, you know, it's always those uh, moments when, you know, when we know there's something, you know, bigger or something that we should be doing differently, right. That give us that, uh, you know, that ability to, to kind of, uh, at least take that first step, which I think a lot of people don't, right? They don't take that first step, you know, making the transition, cutting off, you know, the the thing that, you know, they've been doing and they kind of stay stuck, right? So, so it's yes. uh, fascinating to see when people do that. So what's your, um, what's your big vision for you and what you're looking to accomplish in the world? Like, is there you know, my big vision is to impact as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. I went through a long journey of um, really coming to terms uh, with self-love and owning my worth and uh, being able to level up and be the creator of your life. And so there are so many people that come to me and even though they have this long track record of success in their career, they still struggle with a lot of imposter syndrome. You know, they're still not sure how to translate that value. And so I want to impact as many people as possible who have that desire to level up and change their life. And everything I do has a ripple effect because the more people I can help to scale their business, they are then going to go out and change even more people's lives, whether that's through, you know, executive coaching, leadership coaching, where they transform an organization, whether it's for, you know, where they're scaling other companies, helping people with their high performance, helping people heal their relationships. And so it's a really a a gift to be able to to have that effect, um, in the world, that ripple effect. Right. That's great. So someone listening to this today, right. Obviously, you know, you know, your stuff, I can tell, and you know, I've had thousands of conversations over the years. So <laughs> it's great to have somebody that, you know, is, uh, you know, on the journey and, you know, doing great things in the world and, and really, um, you know, seeing that, you know, your stuff, but if someone's listening to this today and they're they're like in that place where you were when you had to make the decision, like not everyone has the um trying to look for the polite word, right? But the, not, the not, kahunas. not yeah, the cojones, <laughs> right? To to do, you know, to to do it and actually take that step. But what would be some words of wisdom you you would share with somebody like that? Uh, absolutely. Well, a couple of things. First of all, the only way you're gonna overcome your fear is to face it. Period. End of story. Mm-hmm. So if right. something is coming up. And that is showing you your fear. It is a mirror. It's holding up that you need to do this. You need to face it. And it's going to be uncomfortable. You have to walk through the fire to get to the other side. It may be painful. You may have so much resistance from the people around you and you won't know why it's all happening at that moment. But when you 
when you fast forward, you know, six months out, six years back, you're going to look back and say, wow, that was such a gift. And Mm so here's the number one thing I encourage everybody, you know, it starts as like a whisper that something's off, something's wrong, something's wrong with your life. You're no longer happy with that relationship, with your job, with whatever it may be. And it gets louder and louder. So you have that choice to listen or to ignore. If you ignore it can be 20, 30 years and you have a breaking point, something serious, health consequences, divorce, you know, a midlife crisis where you're like, what have I been doing for the last 30 years? You don't have to let it get to that point. So if you feel that calling, the thing I recommend everyone to do is to isolate yourself, go off somewhere. I don't care where it is, cabin in the woods, rent a place at the beach for a night or two alone. Don't discuss it with anyone because they're likely to project their own fears They're afraid of you growing beyond who they know you to be because that's a reflection of them staying stuck and get really quiet. The spiritual teacher Ram Dass said, the quieter you become, the more you can hear. And one of the most empowering things you can do is be quiet and listen. There is an inner guidance. You can call this your inner wisdom. It can hire power. It can be God talking through you, whatever your spiritual or religious beliefs are, but you know. And there is guidance happening. If you can just be quiet, shut out the noise and make that decision wholly on your own and know, here's another thing. Once you make that decision, don't necessarily start telling the world, right? Give it some time to actually process it. When I walked away from my company, it was the first decision, most empowering decision I've ever made. Cause I didn't discuss it with anyone. And let me tell you, I got a lot of heat from my family who thought I was crazy, who tried to talk me out of it, but I was so solid in my decision that I was going to move forward no matter what. And so it's really important that once you, that your, your inner guidance has given you like, this is the thing you need to do that you are so solid in it. And you need to wait to tell people until after you've done it, that's fine. Or if you can just ground your energy into the earth and be like, nothing's going to move me. I am a tree. This is my decision. Um, so that you ultimately, don't go backwards on what you know to be true for yourself. Love it. So, so let's uh, backtrack for one thing because there was one thing you said that kind of stuck with me earlier. Which, when you're when you're working with you know the higher level, say you know CEOs, CFOs, right, with the companies that you work with, um, what's been your experience with dealing with the person versus the business? Because a lot of times, I think you know when somebody comes for consulting, especially business related, they think it's all about the numbers, the marketing, the messaging. You know, they, they look at those things, but they don't realize that, you know, maybe they're the bottleneck, right? Yes. But I'm just wondering what your, what your experience has been with that, you know, of, of how many people you've had to kind of, you know, take through this journey of more on the personal growth side, right. And helping them break right. through stuff. Well, I always say that building a business is the biggest personal development journey you can go on outside of parenthood. <laughs> parenthood will challenge you and you can shut off the computer, but you can't just lock your, you know, your kid in a room for the yeah. weekend. Right. So it's, it's a huge journey. Luckily, most people come to me, they, they come to me with one of three core problems. How do I sell high ticket? Cause maybe they're billing by the hour courses, referral-based business, whatever it may be. How do I find these clients that are going to pay me high five and even six figures for my time? And then I am the bottleneck. So meaning they're capped usually at 200 to maybe 500,000 at the higher end, but typically like two to 350. I'm the bottleneck. I can't do more to make more because as the business owner, they quickly realize that. And so there are fundamental shifts we have to make in their strategy. And part of that 
first is that personal development journey because they they have to step up and raise their their prices a lot. We typically get our clients to two to four X their prices. And that can mean eliminating existing clients so that you can make space, especially if they've got like, sometimes people come to me and they've got 20 or 31 to one clients. Like that's a nightmare, but that's not what we're trying to create. We're trying to create scalability. So we need to raise the prices, create a scalable model, a one-to-many solution. Um, and you can do ultra high ticket with that as well. Um, and then we need to do that inner work associated with any resistance. Then we need to quickly take that cash flow that we generate and put team members in place and help them let go of that need to do everything themselves um, and build empowering systems and team so that they're taken out of the center of the business. And when we do that, we can take someone who's stuck you know, at the low to mid six figures and double their revenue in a relatively short amount of time, like say a year. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I can resonate with that, you know, because it's been my experience as well. And, and, uh, you know, I just remember years ago, we had an internet marketing lead generation bootcamp and coaching program back in talking like mid two thousands. Right. And, uh, and, uh, had, um, it was my first experience with actually coaching people one-on-one. I just love impacting people and having conversations, but I would struggle mm-hmm. with why people don't do what they say they're going to do. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> the million dollar question. Yeah. And I'd be like, <laughs> like, what is wrong with these people? Cause I was just so focused on the numbers, business growth, you know, lead gen. I didn't have right. all the other, you know, personal growth skill sets. I had some of that, but I didn't have it at the level I have today. Right. Not understanding right. that people run businesses. Right. I don't know why I didn't connect it. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm a little slow at certain things. So. <laughs> Love it. So, um, so tell me a little bit about the, I mean, you just shared a lot there around, I think, you know, the, uh, how you help businesses, right. And how you help people overcome where they're stuck at and break through to the next level. Um, and the overall vision for what you're looking to do, but beyond that, like from a, a personal side, obviously you're not traveling around the world these days, right. Um, as much not as, as much. you probably would like to, right. Yeah. Right. right. But, but what are some things you like to do for fun? Right. As an entrepreneur, because I think sometimes that we we kind of uh, uh, get busy with work and we let go of some things. Right. Uh, absolutely. Like- well, I live in a beautiful state. So Southern California, we spend a lot of time outdoors. I'm 15 minutes from the beach, can see the ocean from my house. So mm-hmm. we love the outdoors, whether that's pool or hiking or um, or like I said, going to the beach. I was traveling internationally a lot and taking my daughter. I mean, we would always spend at least four weeks internationally that has curbed since COVID, but I'm hoping that that will open up more. Um, you know, we typically would spend like three weeks in Europe, a couple of weeks in Mexico a year. So what I did when COVID happened is I actually purchased an RV because it's something I've always wanted to do was, you know, like to travel uh, and see national parks and all of that. So that's what our answer has been to traveling is to have an RV and to take either weekend trips or week-long trips to different places. I'm, I'm in a place where it's like beautiful year round, so we can pretty much go anytime. Um, those are some of the things that we do and, uh, and yeah, and definitely like working out and passionate about that, eating healthy, clean food, uh, daily meditation. I love to read. I'm an avid reader. I mean, those are, those are things that I really enjoy doing. Love it. So I think you're you're um, I mean you're hitting on a lot of things there around what drives us right to do the things mm-hmm. we do right. A lot of times it's for our families, you know, our kids. Uh, yes. You know, and you know, yes, you want to have the impact and create that ripple effect, right? And and that is fueled by you know your personal passions, right? The things that you're excited about, right? And I think 
a lot of times people are wooed by the money and they don't tie it to the, you know, what drives them, right? Or why they want change or why they want to make more money, right? Or, you know, whatever they're struggling with, right? Well, I think you have to find what's true for you. I knew in this life that my purpose was not just to build like an eight figure company and you know work 70 hours a week. And that that's not my purpose. Right. My purpose is just definitely to create an incredible life and have an impact. But you know, that balance for me is something that I personally have invested heavily and in, to having support around to make sure I have my home support team, you know, my coach, my, uh, my work support team to keep me really grounded and to make sure that I am, you know, spending quality time. I have that balance. And that's something I'm really proud of because I grew up and my family worked so hard. Both of them didn't come from anything. Uh, my dad grew up very poor on a farm and they worked very hard to have what they have, but they both worked my dad would wake up at and, and the crack of dawn work all day and he would come home and then he would crash out on the couch. And my mom was the superhero, superwoman archetype that emerged to the eighties of the working woman who had a career, but didn't let go of any of the, the household responsibilities. So mm -hmm. I watched my parents work so extremely hard for what they have. And you know, that gave me a lot of grit and determination for building my business, but it also gave me a lot of lessons about how to restructure my life and design my life so that I could far surpass that and also have balance. And I'm so proud of the fact that I've created a life where I have so much time with my daughter, you know, where, uh, we can travel together, where I am more present, where, you know what I'm saying, where we can take big, we're not limited to two weeks paid vacation every year. And I, I, I'm really proud of being able to instill that in her and hopefully spark an entrepreneurial desire in her to have control and know that you don't have to go this traditional route that you can design your business around the life that you want to have. Right. That's, that's fantastic. And that's, you know, exactly what I've done, but it, you know, there's been times where it's been those 80 hour weeks and there's, you know, not recently the past several years been yes. definitely focused on, uh, trimming that down, right? Lifestyle-wise, right? And just being able to spend time with the family. So I think, you know, um, that that's a big piece of of what, you know, an entrepreneur's journey is. And I think, you know, it's, it's fascinating to see the impact you're having and, you know, how you approach it, right? Being able to impart that on your daughter, impart that in the people you get to work with. So um, as we get ready to close here, right? What would be some parting words of uh, wisdom and uh, and how people find out more about you? I would say, just like we talked about before, if deep down you're tuning in and know something needs to fundamentally shift, and that could be in starting a business or something is not right in your business, then follow that, get the help that you need, make that decision to move you forward. Love it. Okay. And of course we have and all then, your information. You know, yeah. But, and if you, if you want to connect with me, definitely go to my website, jessicayarbrough.com. And then I am super active on LinkedIn. So I post there every single day. I release in-depth newsletters, daily, monthly, daily post. Um, so just hit that connection request. Let me know you heard me on the show and uh, follow my content. I really aim to put out a ton of valuable free content for my audience to help them move the needle forward, whether that's marketing sales operations, or even high performance habits for success. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for being here today. I appreciate it. And it was great getting to know you and your story and, and uh, continued success and impact in the world. Thanks for having me. We want to thank you for being all in with us on today's episode of the All In Podcast Show. 
For more information and resources based on today's discussion, as well as ways to connect to our guests, head to allinpodcast.com. That's available exclusively on allinpodcast.com.